Hey guys, this is Brad and Mike from Dallas Geek. I'm here too, Brad. I know, I know. I'm still getting off the whole I'm talking thing from earlier. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's fair. So yes, uh, as we've been telling everybody up until now, uh, earlier tonight we had a big opportunity to speak at the Dallas Museum of Art about Star Trek and how it has affected modern fandoms. And now we are getting a chance to speak with the uh, director of adult programming, right? Manager of programming. Manager of adult programming. Nice. <laughs> at the uh, Dallas Museum of Art and get a little bit more insight into this event that is Second Thursdays with a Twist, right? I guess to start off with, how long has this event been going on? Um, so it's been going on for about three years. Um, we started in um, October of 2016 and um, started out with a different name, which I will not say because it'll just confuse people. Um, but now it's Second Thursdays with a Twist. Um, so it's been going strong for the last about three and a half years. Um, and I guess to, to, to jump in, sorry to, to cut you off and steal your thunder a little bit. Um, so tonight we, we talked about Star Trek. We talked about a couple of different things, uh, how it has affected pop culture and fandom, technology, um, and then integration into art and so on. Is this something where you guys just take different topics from different fandoms and decide to kick them around? Or do you guys base it on, we want to go with this category this week, so what do we want to talk about around it like this? Um, so the program basically started um, from its roots with pop culture themes as the basis of the entire program. So once a month, the theme changes, it's always different. Um, we have not repeated anything yet, um, but we've done everything from Harry Potter, we did um, Elf for December, we've now done Star Trek, Star Wars, um, Lord of the Rings, we're doing Goonies in May, so yeah, it's exciting time. So we've done a lot. It usually. Sorry. You can come for sorry. May. Sorry. Yes. Can we please? You're welcome. Because that is. Oh my. Okay. Sorry. Continue. Sorry. 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 So we've done a lot of movies. We've done um, a lot of TV shows and music. Um, our music nights are super popular. We did um, Queen in January. That was. Nice. Very, very fun. Awesome. But basically what we're trying to do is just getting people in the door with kind of a fun pop culture accessible theme. And then we basically like surprise them with education. We're like, guess what? You're also going to hear about the holodeck tonight. <laughs> or you're going to hear about 3D printing or go into our galleries and learn a little bit more about the artworks. Um, so we just try and get people in and let them know that we're a space that's fun and we're, we're cool. Um, and then, you know, grab them in with some education too. Okay. Yes. Very cool. Uh, and to be fair for tonight, we were the entertainment value. We, we, we were not the, uh, the education. <laughs> There. There was a <laughs> I mean, we tried. Well, I, but, uh, I, I don't want to call anybody but anybody out, but somebody said Star Wars and not Star Trek. Who did that? That, know, was that was such a faux pas. That I was like, no. why that was would you ever I mean, do I'm that. not wearing a Star Wars shirt or anything. <laughs> That's true. That's true. And I, I got the Doctor Who here just to be able to give a little extra sacrilege to the topic of the night. You did happen uh, in November. Doctor Who is... People liked it. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Um, so you said that this kind of Thursday night event has been going on for the better part of three years now. Um, and it's all about pop culture, you said? Mm -hmm. Do you have a specific way that you choose the topics? Or is it just whatever general pop culture thing you guys are feeling for that month? So. Basically, once a year, we'll do kind of a brain dump with about five or six people in my department. Um, and basically, people just cover the wide spectrum of things. So my supervisor, Stacy, is very, very into all 80s music. So she basically covers all of the 80s music. If we need any theme around that, she's there. Fantasy, Lord of the Rings, Harry Potter is a little bit more my thing. Um, and then my other coworker, she's very much into the sci-fi aspect of things um, and a little bit more 90s music as well. 
Um, so really we just kind of brain dump, think of different themes, um, and then kind of decide what fits best for what month. And usually, so the first year, we just kind of decided on anything we could think of and kind of put it out there. Um, but as of the last two years, we've been trying to kind of pinpoint what fandoms we haven't hit yet, or it's just trying to make things a little bit more um, special for specific months. So. And you said you guys, you guys haven't repeated. We have not. Okay, so is that something <laughs> that you're consciously trying to do in terms of like, we don't want to go back? Or is it something where it's, if we have a reason to go back to tackle it from this aspect, maybe we will? For sure. Um, so like this past fall um, with all the crazy rain in Dallas, some of our events were a little bit less um, populated with people, but we had a night that was all about Hocus Pocus and like 90s Disney movies. And um, we'll probably end up repeating that at some point just because it was a crazy, insane, torrential downpour night. And um, we're assuming that most people want to celebrate some 90s lovely Disney Channel movies at some point. But then there's other things like um, our Lord of the Rings night was the week before spring break one year. So there's just a couple themes that we've been like, okay, we think it would probably hit a wider audience now, now that more people know about the program, or maybe it's just a different month or something. So gotcha, eventually gotcha. we will, we're gonna try to like not do it for a little bit, but. Gotcha. With everything always needing to tie back to some kind of educational aspect, especially if uh, it can as much as possible be tied back to y'all's permanent collection here, which is very incredible, actually. If you guys have not had a chance to come out to the Dallas Museum of Art, um, it's got some amazing things to be able to see and enjoy, and whether you like the modern art or something more uh, 3D and tactile or impressionistic or whatever, there are some amazing pieces here. Um, but how much of a conscious decision do you make when you are choosing who comes to speak as to the people that can directly speak on your permanent collection versus simply speak on the artistic value of the topic. For sure. Um, so my colleague, Jesse Carrillo, she does our talks and tours. So the, the little bit more academic auditorium, lectures, things like that. Um, and then with her gallery talk series that um, we have here every Wednesday, she started bringing in different scientists um, that could speak on, you know, how impressionists saw their artworks because their eyes were failing um, and different things like that. So the, she brought in a zoologist at one point for the Dallas Zoo. So at that point, we started kind of to we started to see that people were interested in a science aspect or a makeup aspect or fashion or something that wasn't directly art historical, um, but having someone speak on a painting with something in their specialty kind of shown, represented in the piece. Um, people really enjoyed that. You get to kind of see another side of things. Um, so the way that Kelsey tonight was being able to talk about like how there were some ties to Star Trek yeah. themes within um, the ancient American piece, it really does just try and get to people that may think, oh, art's not for me, it's not you know my thing. If you're able to look at it from a different lens or through something else that you're interested in, um, it gets people a little bit more comfortable looking and talking about it. So. Now, obviously, the items within your permanent collection are going to be a higher priority because that's the stuff that's around here all the time. So even if somebody finds out about uh, whatever the topic was for that evening like a month later, they know that they can still come and see any of the pieces that were spoken about and, you know, it's available. But how much of the temporary pieces that you guys get on loan uh, get featured for a specific event that the museum is putting on. Like, I know that you guys have had a um, specifically fashion-based uh, piece that came in for a while. Uh, I mean, how much of those kind of things get featured in these events? 
So second Thursdays with a twist because we're always open till nine o'clock on Thursday evenings. Um, we wanted to focus specifically on the permanent collection because our late night series, which is the third Friday of every month, focuses on special exhibitions. So those evenings, it goes from six until 11. And so it's very, very focused in on special exhibitions, how those connect to our permanent collection. But for the most part, the lectures are gonna be on the special exhibition, things like that. So with second Thursdays, we stick directly to permanent collection, what's always up or most of the time is up, um, just to get people a bit more acclimated with the fact that we always have art on view, not just when Dior comes through. So, yeah. Okay. Well, I was going to say, so uh, going back to something you said earlier, so you guys kind of have a brain dump where you pick up categories and everything like mm -hmm. that. Is there a category that you guys haven't gotten to yet that you're just dying to get to? Like one that you're like, it came up, oh, I can't wait to do that one. I can't wait to see. There's a couple that were like kind of split on. So there's myself and then another coworker who is not in the education department. He's one of our AV guys. We love Twin Peaks a whole lot. And, <laughs> but we are, we're kind of, um, there's a handful of people in the department that are like, that's not a big enough audience. You're not gonna get people out for that. And we're just trying to fight it and really trying to get that programmed. To be fair, they told David Lynch that too. And then they know, right? rebooted the series, so. Lynch. And then it's been referenced in everything for the last like 20 right. years. Exactly. Yeah, like, it, it has, yeah, but right no, now. yeah, there's not enough of following up. <laughs> no, never. Yeah. But so there's a handful of things that we're, we go back and forth on. Wes Anderson is one of them, okay. um, but yeah. It's less about ones that we were like dying to because I mean we got to do Harry Potter which was basically all I wanted to do. Lord of the Rings, I was just in heaven the entire evening and being able to program it. Um, so there's a lot that we've already done that we're definitely like our hardcore excited to do. Um, but then yeah, there's just a few that like one of us is super excited about and the rest of us are like, it's not gonna go. <laughs> what's what's one that somebody's like fighting for, fighting for and everybody's like, it's not gonna happen, man. Um, Definitely, the Wes Anderson one has some people against it. Okay. Twin Peaks has most of the people against <laughs> it. Um, and then, not 100% pop culture, but kind of, we have we really want to do a Sherlock Holmes night. Um, okay, because we already be... do a murder mystery party yeah. um, in the summer, but yeah. We need to free ourselves for that too, that would be really right, So that actually brings up something else uh, that I was very interested in, where some of the audience members, obviously, because their Star Trek has a very dedicated fan base, uh, some of the audience out of the bleh, audience members tonight uh, came dressed in costume. Do you guys ever have any of these events that you encourage the audience to come in costume or come uh, to participate in the theme, uh, you know, as themselves, as in character? Yeah, so um, we've had a handful. The most recent one was last month, um, our Lady Gaga themed evening. If you came dressed as Lady Gaga, you get in for free. So most of the times we'll do that, where it's if you come dressed as a character, you get in for free. We won't do it every time, um, but for like Doctor Who night, that was a pretty easy one. Throw on a scarf, you're good to go. But yeah, we'll do it every once in a while, and people either get super, super into it, or they'll be like, I have a t-shirt with a person's face on it. Is that good? And we're like, no, you, no. You have to like, come on, full like, dress, cosplay it. Like don't, At least don't put in 60% effort. Exactly, yeah. Um, so. To follow up on people dressing as Lady Gaga, mm -hmm. how ridiculous were some of the people that showed up? So we had, <laughs> we didn't have as many as when we had, um, we had a Iris Van Herpen fashion exhibition who is a fashion designer who put clothes on Lady Gaga, lots of her very, very strange things. Okay. And so we had a late night surrounded with that special exhibition. So that night we saw a lot. We had a fashion or a costume contest that evening. 
Um, and there were the girls with the cans in their hair. There were full leotard. Oh, there was a leotard last month. Excuse me. There was a full okay. leotard, like no pants no, nothing, or anything. Nothing crazy um, like the meat suit or anything like no, that. No, I kept okay. hoping someone would go dress, for it. Yeah. yeah, but no one did. Um, they could have even just like printed out pictures of meat, and I would have, I would have said, <laughs> fine, that's fine. You can, you can still get in for free. Um, but yeah, nothing. We've, we've seen a lot here, so I feel like you, we can't really shock us too much. Okay. We've seen, we've seen a lot. Okay. Of course, with so much involved with pop culture, uh, one of the biggest issues that a lot of events tend to come across at some point in time are uh, licensing issues and getting the rights to use uh, certain things or certain images within big public events, especially if they are paid public events. Has there been any subject that you guys wanted to cover but couldn't because of some kind of, we'll say, administrative hiccup? Yeah. So our first, my first program that I did that kind of came into that was our Game of Thrones one. So I knew that that was going to be an issue with it being on, with HBO being very, very intensely, very, very good about <laughs> finding out who's using their stuff. So we have kind of gotten around that in the sense that we don't use images from online. We don't use any of that. We have a really awesome design team on staff. And so they make, um, I don't know if you saw the Spock head tonight, basically they make these digital kind of graphics that aren't actually using the person's uh, photographic likeness. We're kind of moving around that way. Um, and then we'll use character names sometimes, but um, we, we try and steer clear of that. The Star Wars night too. I know George Lucas is looking for for that around, probably not just him, but. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Disney's that's lawyers now the, enjoy it. more of the mouse. Yeah. For sure. Uh, and that is one, the, the entirety of the Disney kind of universe with like princesses. Um, mm -hmm. We have thought about that. And I was like, I really don't want to just be completely <laughs> sued just yeah. myself from Disney. Yeah. Um, yeah, so we have not done that. Because that is the thing. Uh, like historically, George Lucas was one of the more uh, liberal creators in terms of letting the fans uh, modify his work. Like Star Wars fan films have been a big thing that he's been okay with. In fact, even supported uh, fan film award uh, shows. But Disney's a little less uh, happy about it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, <laughs> and you know, then of course, like even with like tonight, uh, CBS is historically a bit uh, stingy about things. So. Yeah. So we, so if we show like we did for Doctor Who and for tonight, um, basically you just have to go through the rights to show the episodes. So because we are having people pay, because they're watching these episodes on our premises, basically all you have to do is find the right person and then say we're showing these to this many people and then you pay a lovely fee, which is like the most boring admin thing ever. Sure. But you can, you can find those people and they'll, they'll do it. So. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. If you guys have not had a chance to come out to one of these events, uh, we highly recommend that you do. Uh, it's so much fun. And I mean, I mean, the museum does put on so many different events that even if you can't make it out to one of the second Thursday evening events, there's always something going on that you can come and enjoy, uh, be able to appreciate a little bit more uh, artistic fun. But uh, yeah, until next time. Yeah. Thank you so much thank for talking to much. us. Thank you. Yeah. And uh, yeah. Bye, guys. See ya.